0: Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I am one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. Replaceable, obviously. The replaceable, the heavily replaceable. The replaceable Charles Chuck Thompson with me, the not so replaceable Mr. Nathaniel. The irreplaceable Paul Thurston. What's up, man? Well, you know. Just finding out I'm replaceable. You just
1: got back from taking <laughs> your kid to his first day of school to yes. a bunch of hate mail from in Discord. <laughs> As usual. Go to the go to join gmail.com so you can join the Fed Haters Club or yeah. the Chuck Haters Club, whichever one you want to do.
0: If I was smart, I would have had no kids like you did.
1: I know. But
0: instead I've got one. I'm really
1: crushing it. Yeah. You know? And I've no meaning in life. For some you reason know? I
0: gotta take him in.
1: No purpose, no yeah. legacy. You know that's how it goes. What's up? This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week. Smash that follow button. Find and how song. much we hate Chuck and Charlie. That's the main thing that we that we talk about. Everybody thinks every it day. seems to like Charlie. It's Chuck. Yeah, it's Chuck that is the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That um, guy. Follow us. Do all those things. Go to YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey to find videos and stuff. And uh, today is Friday, and on Fridays we do Dumb Leap of the Week, the live group puts in their submissions. Uh, We get some Twitter messages, stuff like that. I know uh, LPTN sent us one uh, that we're talking about today as well. So uh, thanks to everyone who sends in the submissions. I truly did not contribute many of the submissions. I think one of them in the group is from me today and the rest of them come from our private live group or people who send us messages or tag us on Twitter. So thanks for doing that. And as always go find us. sorry, X, I know you're like, what website is he talking about? Uh, but yeah, if you go to our X profile, not it still our
0: says, twitter.com.
1: Yeah. So but it's just rebranded. You can hang out with us on there. Uh, you just chill with us, me and Charlie on tw- X anytime you want. We'll be your boyfriend. We'll be your ex boyfriends. <laughs> okay. That's totally fine on, on, Twitter, on X. Man, I don't like this name change. Anyway, we're going to go through. They're going to vote, and we'll tell you what the dumb bleep of the week is. Number one, pretty, uh, pretty easy one. We normally start light. Uh, remember, Harry Sison, the Biden bot that we talked about, I think, on last week's episode as well. He's one of these clearly paid Democratic operatives. He's got to be like 12 years old, something like that. You know, one of those TikTok crazy uh gen z hair guys Ah. uh that that says dumb is this the american version of greta this is i don't know what this is greta thunberg Uh, is like a pr team for biden everything is just biden and democrats all the time i don't understand taking advice from kids you know they have no experience Mm -mm. at all we don't even know everything yet i know there's a lot that we're gonna learn i mean you're still you're close close but not everything yeah So Harry Sison says, Charlie, holy shh,
0: because we're on the radio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, You're welcome, mom. Justice Alito just said that Congress has no authority to regulate the Supreme Court. WTF. This guy thinks he has unlimited authority and Republicans allow him. Quote, no provision in the Constitution gives them the authority to regulate the Supreme Court, period. Well, that's true.
1: Yeah, it's actually true. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. This kid. Harry, I don't
0: know if you missed civics class. You might want to go back to grade school, middle school, whatever these kids call it. It wasn't these days. that
1: long ago. He has to remember some of these things, yeah. right? I guess they're not teaching you the the separation maybe of he powers forgot anymore. Over the summer, maybe. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna learn pretty soon when but, he goes back. Today goes, was probably his first day of school this, exactly. too. Exactly. <laughs> maybe they'll teach him. What's the uh, there's a community note
0: on on X Uh, community note says Congress has no per se authority to regulate SCOTUS checks on the judicial branch by the legislative branch are limited to advice and consent for appointment of judges and removal from office via impeachment by the House of Representatives and conviction by
1: the Senate. So they can still be impeached. And uh, that that would be a pretty big deal if we impeached a justice. But what Congress wants to do right now I don't is think have that's this, ever happened. I don't. I, for some reason, I'm. I thought I heard someone say that it happened once, but maybe not. Maybe not. I can't remember. There's. There, there haven't been that many impeachments, unless you count Trump. So they want to have this uh, code of ethics. They want to have this basic the, their authority to regulate the Supreme Court. Then the problem is. Uh, there they, was one. Okay. That's what I thought there was one. I don't remember. In 1804. Okay. That's why I don't remember it. Yeah, you know, that either. was a long time ago. It was when I was a little kid yeah. starting to going to my first day of school. Uh, no, we have separation of powers. The legislative branch does confirm the Supreme court justices. And that is in a way, a way that the people confirm the justices, um, but they can't control what they do because that would be crazy dangerous. And that's not what the Supreme Court is. All right. What bothers me about this one is this kid who a lot of other kids probably listen to. On top of that, a lot of Democrats put him out there like he knows a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two. And he hasn't. Mm-mm. He hasn't seen, seen any things or two. No. Not, not even two of them.
0: And Got the story ends with you putting them in the wall.
1: 3.6 million views on this tweet. And hopefully everyone sees the community note that's at the bottom.
0: This is okay. interesting. So in 1804, the U.S. House of Representatives voted to impeach Associate Justice Samuel Chase, a signer of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Chase was appointed to the Supreme Court by George Washington. A Federalist, Chase irked T.J. Thomas Jefferson and his Republican allies in Congress and was impeached on politically motivated charges of acting in a partisan manner during several trials. In 1805, Chase was acquitted by the Senate he served on the court until his death in 1811. So, okay. Impeached, but not convicted.
1: That, that seems to always be a thing. Have and, we uh, had any impeachments and removals? In 1969,
0: of... Abe Fortas became the first and to date only Supreme Court justice to resign under the threat of impeachment. So, there's only been one
1: um, who resigned. Costco said 1804, Joe Biden had just turned 18. <laughs> Okay, that's dumb bleep number one, Harry Sison. Number two. Now, last week we played this video of Diane Feinstein, who is ninety years old trying her 90. Her trying her hardest to vote. Something that she's had some experience with as someone who is 90 and who has been in the Senate for uh, probably 70 years by now. I'm not sure how long she's been there. Uh, She wasn't, she, she didn't remember the process. She went into giving a speech, a a fine speech. She was doing a great job. I wish they wouldn't have interrupted her, Um, but they just told her what to say. Well, we also find out now that her daughter just got power of authority, attorney, authority, (laughs) power of attorney over her, and she's still serving in Congress. Uh, So, California Senator Dianne Feinstein has relinquished power of attorney to her daughter even as she continues to serve in Congress at the age of 90. Uh, The Democratic Senator, who's the oldest member of Congress, has faced calls to resign after health complications kept her away from the Capitol for months earlier this year. Uh, Yeah, she's she's in bad shape. Can we at least, I know that we don't have age limits and stuff. Could we at least have a rule that if you're in such bad shape that you've had to give power of attorney over to someone in your family because that's what kind of condition you're in that maybe it's time for you to resign (sighs) you know Mm. just Mm -mm -mm. just something that simple like if you no longer have power of attorney can you have power of trillions of dollars and (laughs) war millions of people all this stuff can you have that yeah does her daughter get the vote on her behalf
0: i mean maybe maybe the founders got it wrong (laughs) we we should have put some limits in there (laughs)
1: i unfortunately in their naivete they thought that people would clearly see that they that, were serving the public <laughs> they, and yeah. that
0: when they knew that they could no
1: longer serve the public that they would step down or that the public would be honorable enough <laughs> that they would not continue electing people who clearly could not do the job yeah. and that's where I they really people went will wrong. still vote
0: for her after she dies
1: probably you know they get you got to get those votes Okay, so that's number two. Diane finds I think she was involved in number in, in number two last week as well, mm. uh, for the old people, old politicians. think. OK, let's get this one out of the way. We were I was talking to people beforehand while we were waiting on uh, Charlie. There should be like a demonic bleep of the week or an evil bleep of the week. This is dumb bleep of the week, but it's a little bit more than dumb. Charlie, could you read the caption and then give us a recipe? Hmm. All
0: right, so far left abortion activist who escorts women to clinics to get abortion holds a sign with a recipe including dead fetuses. This is in Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville. Absolutely sickening. The recipe is called fetus cider. Fetus cider smoothie. Fetus feed feed us cider? Yes. Half a cup vanilla yogurt, one apple, peeled and diced, half a cup of apple cider, one and a half tablespoons of honey, half a teaspoon each of cinnamon and nutmeg, and one third cup of fetal remains. Blend all with ice and enjoy. And the
1: blender looks like a bloody mess. At the bottom, it says under 16 weeks gestation for best taste.
0: Oof. Mm.
1: Hmm. We got more recipes and libs of tiktok says we went from safe legal and rare to make salsa with your aborted fetus that's the thing you know that's the thing you know yeah. and then you say well this is a
0: slippery slope we are like no we just want women to have health care that's all we want you know we rape and insects it's,
1: it is and you know nate in the in the group here says this has to be a troll it is a troll i don't think that these people actually want to make any type of food items with dead babies, but the fact that we've made it to the point where we'll joke about making food with dead babies, because it's something that just doesn't matter at all. They're not human beings, just the immorality of this idea and the fact that we've made it to this point uh, is, is sickening. It's gross. It's as gross as the recipe, Mm. you know, more gross, honestly than the recipe is so Charlie anything else on you're talking about slippery slippery slopes and abortion well, it
0: reminds me of the video we played I think a couple weeks ago for dumb bleep about the guy the trans woman who wanted to be the first one to get pregnant Oh yeah. yeah so that he could ha- be the first trans woman to have an abortion <laughs> like God. it's you know there are some sick people out there very sick
1: all right that was number three so we're, we're just pushing through these real quick right now. Uh, don't worry, we got videos and stuff. But we do have a letter. I love it when kids write letters to President Biden. Because mm-hmm. so, kids know a lot. Yeah, yeah, very, very knowledgeable kids. And Biden says, "Brinley, it's my job to build a better future for you and your classmates. Biden, your number one job is to stay alive. Okay. <laughs> number two, stop breaking the law. Yeah, A-hole. Number three, uh, maybe you should start with your own kids. You sign law <laughs> constitutional laws uh, that are passed. Can we trust by elected representatives? Can we trust a dad whose kids didn't turn out very well? Can you trust a dad whose kids didn't turn out very well? Uh, and I'm look a tr- yeah, child. A child can go yeah, rogue. Yeah, I mean, but yes, it doesn't all. There's have to a lot do with of influence. You know,
0: there's a lot of influence
1: from. I know. your upbringing. Beau could have done better. You know, he should still be here. <laughs> yeah. I, think that, I think that is Biden's fault. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dear Joe Biden, my name is Brinley, and I'm a fifth grader at a school that has been blurred out My fre- in Fresno, California. My class has... Representatives. We are writing to our reps about things we care about. I think that you have been doing a good job and i wanted to say thank you Th- thank you thank you Bye. You. you there are lots of things you have done that were that we appreciate i like that you passed Ben the respect for marriage act this is a fifth grader i like that you passed been the Respect for Marriage Act because I know what's that say? People. People who are gay. And I'm glad that you passed the Respect for Marriage Act because I know people who are gay.
0: He knows people who are gay
1: twice. Perfectly worded. Mm. And I'm glad that they can get married because they couldn't get married until he passed the Respect for Marriage Act. (laughs) I also appreciate that you passed the child tax credit because it helped me and my family during the pandemic when the U S government put my family out of work. No, she didn't say that part. Sorry. Uh, the child tax credit. Nobody is perfect. Especially your son Hunter. (laughs) She didn't say that. And there are still things I wish you could do differently. For example, my class and I think it should be easier to get, trampolines. However <laughs> However, overall, I think you are a pretty good president. I'm sorry, the, I have fact, here, the so. fact
0: that they kept that part in <laughs> just like it shows you this kid knows nothing.
2: And I love of, kids Of course the kid knows nothing. I love <laughs> it's kids. A kid.
0: I love kids. <laughs> You're doing a great job. I think you can do better. Like you could get us trampolines. However, overall you did a good job because somebody told me to say this first part.
1: Yeah. Now I'm offended by this because trampolines are dangerous. Okay. not just for kids. All right. They're very, very dangerous for people. They can break your back. They can break your back. One single jump. That's all it takes. Okay. Um, all anyway, we need
0: is more trampoline regulation. We need,
1: tr- yes. And then we can have trampolines for all. <laughs> that's what we need. Okay. Uh, there's dumb bleep number four. It's and not, it's not that Bryn Lee is dumb. No, though. that's, I was about to say the yeah. same thing. She's probably a sweet kid. That's not it. Like, you're a kid. You're expected to be dumb. That's fine. You're not dumb. You're ignorant. Yes. Okay. the Kids are ignorant. Yes. Harry Sison is ignorant. All right. What's dumb are the people who, take anything seriously whatsoever from kids or that the president posts this as some kind of a win like this fifth grader has any clue what they're talking about at all
0: or the adults that push this agenda on them like thank you for passing the respect for marriage act because i know people who are gay
1: yeah do you think this fifth grader was really sitting there thinking about no no, they clearly weren't 10 or 11 years old yeah something like that 10 or 11 like first off they weren't sitting there thinking about it because if they did know someone who was gay, those people could already get married before the Respect for Marriage Act.
0: Yeah. And kids don't, the kids don't even care yeah. at
1: that age. No.
0: Yeah. And she's probably thinking about the Barbie movie, getting some new Barbies and having some sleepovers with some friends. All thinking right. Thinking about what Jessica said to Brittany and how it wasn't fair, you know? To Brittany. And she stole her poster from her locker. Mm-hmm. And she's going to badmouth her name to all oh, the other
1: kids in the school. What she's thinking about are the trampolines. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, that's number four. At number five is also Biden. Let's get to something a little more serious. We'll have an, a small, annoying economic conversation. And then we'll get back to other things that don't actually matter. Okay. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, for number five, President Biden says that for decades... There's been a law that says when the federal government spends your tax dollars, they must be spent on American workers and products. But the vast majority of elected officials haven't seen that law through. Well, guess what? I'm insisting on it. This sounds great to a lot of people. This is like a bipartisan issue, I bet. You know, because if you're going to spend our money on stuff, like if you're going to steal our money under threat of death and buy solar panels, well, then you should take our money and spend it in our country, right? That's, that's the way you think, unless it is going to Ukraine. Yeah. You know, that's America and Ukraine. That's, that's fine. I guess not even our weapons are made in the U S you know, not all of them. So, uh, here's the problem when they do take our money, if they're going to spend it, I personally would prefer that they get the best bang for my buck. So if they're going to take, let's say a million dollars collectively from our neighborhood and they're going to buy solar panels. I would rather them get I would rather them get uh, 100,000 solar panels. That's not going to work out mathematically. I know that. 1,000. 1,000 solar panels than getting 200 solar panels. Because what matters are the products that you get back from that money, and what, what value you're getting out of it. The solar panel usage doesn't get better because you spent more money on it. The actual return that you get from the solar panels doesn't get better because you spent more money on it. All that happens is there's some more money floating around in the U.S., but then the government's just going to take that. And that money's getting put towards American jobs that are getting paid too much money for things that we could get cheaper elsewhere. And those people should be putting their effort to uh, more, I don't know, efficient uses. or productive things. Yes. You know, we're talking about allocating scarce resources here and getting resources in return. And if they are going to do this, I think that they should get the cheapest things possible so we get the most return for it instead of wasting that money cheapest best yes those that's two have to go hand in hand but they should do yeah but that's not what they're i can tell you do. a solar panel yeah yeah
0: how much there's no doesn't collect any solar
1: okay well, but i'll it, call it a solar does it say solar panel? panel it's cheap could i write off like 300 bucks on my tax returns yeah okay that's cool yeah sounds good
0: that's why it has to be cheap and best
1: now, this like uh, this America First thing, um, this whole you, we see it with tariffs, anything having to do with trade.
0: I thought America First was a fascist thing that it, Donald Trump was ushering in as Hitler squared. Well,
1: I know that when Trump does it, it is. Oh, but Biden. Yeah, but when Biden does it, it's uh, democracy? I don't know. Freedom? Bidenomics. I don't, yeah. You
0: Biden? can't argue with Bidenomics. How
1: can you? Yeah. We've all read the Bi- basic Bidenomics book. Mm hmm. All right, let's get into some more fun things. We're on number five already. There's only ten. What do we got next? Mehdi Hassan. Mehdi Hassan is on MSNBC. He's one of the most um, infuriating people out there because what he does for a living is is gaslight people. He's a great debater, and he's one of those people that's great at sounding like he's making really good points, and he speaks with authority, and uh, you know it sounds like he's correct when he does it. Uh, but Mehdi Hassan is responding to Tom Cotton. Um, Charlie, what did Tom Cotton say? Tom Cotton, X's.
0: Every time, <laughs> so weird when you say it. Every time a Republican won the presidency this century, Democrats tried to stop the certification. Yet none of them faced criminal charges over what is obviously First Amendment protected activity. Mehdi Hassan, quote, X's this X. <laughs> and and says this man is a harvard educated lawyer so he's not dumb he knows exactly what he is saying and doing here it's pure gaslighting
1: so when you tell the truth when you say that democrats have have um tried to stop the certification for different reasons now not all of them uniformly trying to stop the certification.
0: It wasn't all Republicans uniformly trying to stop the certification.
1: That doesn't matter.
0: Trump's own vice president was like, no, Uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh,
1: That's literally the only reason. Mr. President, sir, not going to do that. That's the only reason that we stopped fascism in America is because one man. Mike Pence. Mike Pence (laughs) went up there and hit the gavel. Yeah. Whatever it is that he does when they do that. Uh, So it's, it's actually Matty Hassan who's gaslighting you right now. And he's accusing Tom Cotton of gaslighting people by telling the truth. And then he's gaslighting you by accusing them of gaslighting. I know that we just made the point perfectly, but I would like to um, point out here a video that we've played in the past. And we'll listen to a minute or two of it, of Democrats in the past. Not just in 2017, but in 2005 and in in 2015. Um, all trying to say that the elections were stolen or whatever they were. We've, we've played this in the past on the show before, but here's the gaslighting that Mehdi Hassan is, is talking about
2: I object to the certificate from the state of Georgia on the grounds that the electoral vote. And I object to a certificate, uh, from the state of North Carolina based on violations, I 2017, because people are horrified,
1: 2017, I object. Objected to the counting of the electoral votes of the state of Ohio.
3: I object to the certificate from the state of Alabama. The electors were not lawfully certified.
1: I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina because of the massive voter of suppression.
3: I have an objection to the electoral votes. 2001. The objection is in writing, and I don't care that it is not It is not signed by a member of the Senate. I do not wish to debate. I wish to ask, is there one United States senator who will join me in this letter Where- if Stacey Abrams doesn't
2: win in Georgia, they stole it. It's clear. It's clear. There are still legitimate concerns over the integrity of our elections.
3: I agree with tens of millions of Americans who are wo- very worried that when they cast the ballot on an electronic voting machine, that there is no paper trail to record that vote. How can you win with Russian interference, though?
2: That's the real thing. I'm scared thing. about you know, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think
3: he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate
2: president in my mind. Would you be my vice president? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election and he was put into office because of the Russians' interference. One thing that Trump
3: is fearful of uh when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was why do you think the president is going
2: to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you because he knows he didn't he knows he's an illegitimate president
3: we actually won the last presidential election folks they stole the last presidential election.
2: If Al Gore won that election. I think he won it anyway. I must object because of the overwhelming evidence of official misconduct. After the election, when you stole the election, you came back here and said, Get over it. No, we're not going to get over it.
3: You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election.
2: Right to vote has been stolen from qualified voters.
3: In 2004, the democratic process was thwarted. The 2004 presidential election in Ohio was riddled with unnecessary problems. Some machines malfunctioned, causing votes to be counted more than once or not at all. Based upon an inordinate number of alleg-
1: Okay. There's a whole video of that. There's a lot lot of uh evidence of this happening in fact on in the uh in the last election one of the things that people are uh upset one of the things in the indictment actually has to do with this uh elector scheme that uh trump was working on uh, to have these alternate electors and of course as it says in the constitution charlie the electors in you know, the electoral college uh, they have to go vote for the person that won kind of mm-hmm. they're supposed to maybe Kind of. It depends on whether or not your state has a law saying that they must do it, because actually it doesn't say that they have to. I think that this has been changed in the last couple of years, or in the last year or so. Uh, But this happens. Well, because
0: each state can make their own election laws.
1: Mm -hmm. And um, this happened right after the election, before Trump was certified in January of 2016. These are famous peoples.
2: Republican members of the Electoral College, this message is for you. As you know, our founding fathers built the Electoral College to safeguard the American people from the dangers of a demagogue and to ensure that the presidency only goes to someone who is, to an eminent degree, endowed with the requisite qualifications. An eminent degree. Someone
3: who is highly qualified for the job.
0: The Electoral College was created... You think they read all the Federalist Papers?
1: papers? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. Isn't it so weird that they're they quoting the up. Federalist Papers? <laughs> yeah.
0: They'll go back to the original meaning when it suits them.
2: President,
1: there are 538 members of the Electoral College. You and just 36 other conscientious Republican electors can make a difference.
2: By voting your conscience on December 19th. And thereby
1: shaping the future of our nation. I'm I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton.
3: I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. As you know, the Constitution gives electors the right to vote for any eligible person.
2: Any eligible person,
3: no matter which party they belong to. But it should certainly be someone you consider especially competent. Especially competent to serve as President of the United States
1: of America. What? (laughs) (laughs) This is the most important part of the video, I think. We have to stop this. I'm not even going to say it if you're watching a live video right now, but this has to stop. It's not okay. Alright. It doesn't look good. No. Yeah. No one likes it.
0: It's a lot of syringes. This
1: much this must stop. Mm. Heard Oh man. Okay. I especially love these videos. <clears throat> They're so moving when you can clearly tell that they've given each one of these people the exact same script to read. Alright. And what they do is they splice together different parts of each actor reading the exact same words from the script, which is why it goes together so well. It's moving. But each one of them gets to act like they're saying something that they deeply and truly cared about, which is a script that's been written for all of them because they're actors. Okay. (laughs) And they're all reading and looking into a camera. Uh, But anyway, Mehdi Hassan says that Tom Cotton is just gaslighting. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the most important part here. The gaslighter says that someone else is gaslighting (laughs) how about that Mm. this show is sponsored by BetterHelp, folks it can be tough to know which direction to take in life for example you might think doing this podcast was an easy move but it wasn't it takes a willingness to work crazy hours read people's differing opinions and make well what you might expect a mid-level libertarian podcast to make but what gets me through is knowing i'm being true to myself and my values whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Therapy has made a huge difference in my life and co-host Charlie has used BetterHelp for years. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash GML. On a dumb bleep, number seven. But what about the other side of the equation? Because it's not just Democrats that are crazy in this scenario. There's also Republicans that are crazy in this scenario. In this case, Carrie Lake, uh, who was a gubernatorial candidate in Arizona. I guess we go back to the videos here. Um, she's got a way to... Why is it zoomed out so much? She's got a way to solve this crisis that we're going through right now. This is a guy who's already won. He won in 2016. He won even bigger in 2020. All- Talking about Trump, by the way. All that
3: January 6th was, was a staged riot to cover up the fact that they certified a fraudulent election. And I, you know, I, I agree with a lot of what Cash said about impeachment. If we just go back and deal with this, f-
1: this fraudulent election and and what happened in 2020, we don't have to impeach him because he really isn't, in my opinion, and many others. And you look at the evidence, the true president.
3: We just can. Why don't we decertify 2020? And that's the way we deal. With it.
1: This is a- OK. She wants to decertify 2020 and reinstall Trump as the rightful president mm-hmm. to his. His rightful throne. uh, (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I, when it comes to the election thing, I am entirely open to the idea that elections can be stolen. Entirely open to it. I'm entirely open that it can be fraud. But I, I have been shown no conclusive evidence. Not that there isn't any that exists because you have to find the evidence. I don't have access to that stuff, but all the stuff that people have brought up has not been proof of a stolen election and anything that they have found was not enough to change the outcome of the election either and so i'm entirely open to the possibility that it happened i'm sure that there was way more funny business than what we even know about Uh, but there's a difference in having that point of view which in my opinion clearly is the correct one Hmm. And going out there and talking as if it is truth, it is written, this is the case, even though you've got no conclusive evidence to prove it. You can't show how many of the votes were fraudulent or what the outcome would have been otherwise. Um, Plus, how do you have time to count 160 million votes? Yeah. By hand, yourself. <laughs> takes a long time. <laughs> you know, She's probably been counting since 2016. <laughs> Not done yet. You know, lost yeah. count Have the restart. Mm-hmm. You should write it down. You know, don't try and keep counting your head. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. Be a lot. <laughs> All right. So we wanted to show something from the other side of the aisle there. That's Carrie Lake for number seven. I believe we're going to get pretty dumb now. Uh, very, very dumb. Michael Beschloss, who is an author and a historian, I guess, apparently, whatever, a pretty bad one at that. Uh, let's listen to him talking about these newest indictments. And January 6th, by the way, the indictments themselves, like you're not tied to anything with January 6th, technically in the indictments, uh, there's not like an incitement, indictment or anything. But anyway, let's do a little bit more of nylon. 11 an erection indictment? There's an erections election. Okay.
2: That was incited. Mm. Mm-hmm. Story, I think the last 12 hours fit perfectly into the American story, and that is this. From time to time, America faces threats from monsters who want to destroy our democracy. That happened in 1861 with the Confederacy. Abraham Lincoln and, you know, northern soldiers and northern voters came to our rescue, saved the Union. The same thing happened in 1933. Almost at the last minute, Franklin Roosevelt came to power, saved our economic system. Pearl Harbor, 1941, we were bombed. Our system was very much in danger. Our democracy, many people were giving it up and saying that, you know, the democracy had seen its last days. Franklin Roosevelt helped to put a coalition together at the last minute to save democracy and freedom around the world. 9-11, 2001, Osama bin Laden and other terrorists hated our democracy, tried to destroy it. You see where I'm going. What we see in this indictment Bush. is that on January 6, 2021, Donald Trump, just like those other threats to American democracy, tried to destroy our system, to take away our rule of law, came very close to doing it, to take away our system of elections, to take away our tradition of peaceful transfer of power to a new elected president. It almost
0: He wasn't going to give Bush credit for... At the last minute, <laughs> saving, saving the our the democracy course. after the terrorist attack of 9-11?
1: No, I don't think we did that. Mm. No, uh, I do. Uh, I, I did want to echo this point when it comes to the Confederacy. He talked about the Confederacy as this thing that uh, rose up and tried to overtake uh, the country. But luckily, the North came in and stopped them. Um, they, At the last uh, minute. Councilman in here said, uh, listen, uh, okay, I don't... I don't like the Confederacy. I'm not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You would I say get that. It. A racist would I say that. I get it. Yeah. But no, they actually tried to leave. They tried to secede from the country. They didn't try to go up into the North and overtake everything until they tried to secede and the North wouldn't let them. And then there's a war and then they're, then they're fighting the war. Okay. So a little bit of mischaracterization there, yep. in my opinion. Right. We're trying to leave a democracy is trying to destroy that person's democracy. Like that's... if I try to leave your house today, I'm trying to destroy your house, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the,
0: the right thing to do would be to keep you oh, here. Oh, sorry.
1: Copper, I just saw the C and I assumed that it was councilman. My bad. I... But if I try to
0: keep you here, that's going to save my house. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's how you save it. Like if it.
0: you try to leave our friendship mm-hmm. and I coerce you into staying friends with me. Mm-hmm. That's what saves democracy.
1: Okay. Anyway, we got that point from Michael Beschloss More of the, These comparisons, when you take Pearl Harbor and 9-11 and then January 6th, That's... where one person was one unarmed person was killed by Capitol Police. Ashley Babbitt was killed. And then there's a few other people that are questionable. Okay, you got the officer who died like the next day or something from a stroke or whatever it was. And uh the the common number I see is either 4 or 5. And it's it's weird. I'll just say it's weird. You got one person who was straight up killed uh that day through violence and it was uh, one of the protesters as opposed to say 3,000 people who died on 9/11. And about uh, 3,000 people who yeah, died at Pearl around Harbor. Around 3,000 for Pearl Harbor. Uh, but January 6th clearly belongs in that same category. Well, when
0: all those things are trying to destroy democracy,
1: Nate. Yeah.
0: That's the thing we have to hold together, democracy. It's the
1: most important But it's important their thing. version
0: of democracy. Remember. Remember in Congress, they were upset because one Democratic senator wouldn't vote with the other Democrats. hmm And then therefore, that's, that wasn't democracy. No
1: you know <laughs> that was one person one overruling. person
0: deciding everything
1: <laughs> al sharpton is number nine. Oh wow i haven't seen this guy in a while well you're about to see him a lot he's got a, a couple different trending topics on twitter right now from from this thing i'm gonna there's a 16 second clip going around of the really important part that he says but i want to get the context because i don't want it to be taken out of context but it's It's good. Number nine, Al Sharpton. Many
3: more than some of the guys in the neighborhood say, Rev, I caught a case. I have never walked down that block and somebody said, I caught three cases. I mean, this is just as low as it gets. I've never heard of three cases on one individual in three jurisdictions. So this is serious. But on the other side of it, one day our children's children will read American history. And can you imagine our reading that James Madison or Je- Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power? That's what we're looking at. We're looking at American history and how it will play out is going to be very important. The sad part about this
1: to me is that this is... All right, that's enough of that. So I have no idea what he's talking about. So when, well, Trump overthrowing the government? The, what is he talking about? The clip that's going around is, can you imagine our kids reading in the history books that James Madison and Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government, which is literally what they did. They did overthrow a government. That's why we know who they are. All right, that's why he's trending on Twitter right now. And so that's what's currently uh, being discussed. And I think that that's a very important point, not the point that he was making, but it is an important point to know that our country was founded by people who overthrew a government. Like that—that's how we started, Mm -hmm. insurrectionists. Actually, Mm -hmm. so they seceded, yeah, from the British government. (laughs) They destroyed the British government, yeah. You know, by doing that, their democracy. (laughs) They—I don't know. I think that's what we're doing.
0: Destroyed Parliament's democracy (laughs) and the king's power.
1: Uh, So that's uh, number nine, Al Sharpton. Charlie seemed completely unfazed by that one, and that one's the. What was supposed to be the absolute dumbest one. I just right didn't here. understand
0: want... what he was trying to get at.
1: Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh let, let's go to number 10, which is Jank. Oh God. Yeah, it was it was really weird. I was thinking we don't have Nina Turner mm. in this, but we have her by proxy. Okay. Right now. And so let's listen to number 10. Uh, he's on, what's the, uh, the Patrick, Bet, David show or whatever that a lot of people go on? Pretty big show, I guess. I don't know. Um, here we go. Let's listen to him. News. They're all horrible. But you give me a strong progressive, you let me do strategy
3: for them, and we will manage that system. Who's a strong system. progressive? Give me two or three. This, look, this is the game that everybody plays, right? So the minute I name a, a name, everybody goes, oh, no way, it's a progressive, no way, oh, they have no credibility, etc." cetera. So, look, I know she lost two races, right? But Nina Turner, it, it, and and those two races would be used against her. She uh, lost two congressional races, right? Who is that? Senator Nina Turner. She's loud. She's, uh, uh, she's a shit talker. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, R. Uh, Tina Turner, though, the real yes. one. Who's no, Nina no. So Turner? The, the yeah, she is a... Nina. Turner. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar with her. Yeah, Nina Turner was the chairman of, uh, uh, one of the chairmen's... Uh, you think of she Bernie has Sanders a chance be. to be the president of the United States? Oh, hell yeah. Dude. Okay, so no. I know, but that's no. what everybody says. No, Look, you're, no, no, no. The answer's no. No. no, you're 100% wrong. Okay. So you're buying into mainstream media, and I'll tell I'm you just, why. I know. No, I'm I'll tell in you why. That's the president said. of the United States right there? Goddamn right, if she ran. Cenk, okay, relax. Dude. So, I no, mean, hold on, hold on.
1: That would be... Oh god! You think it'll happen someday? No,
0: no, no. I agree. She, I don't. I don't think because she's black. No, not because
1: she's black. They took one look at her and said that. That's who you think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I. I just don't think that she would ever be president based on <clears throat> the things that she says.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Her ideas. Her ideas. He's got this idea. A lot of progressives is what they call themselves. They're they're just like Marxists. Is what they are. Mm. Um, they think that the big problem is that we haven't ran enough Marxists and that if we had actual Marxists, like on the democratic ticket, uh, that America would just clearly go for that. And that if they saw Nina Turner up there talking about, they just need Nina Turner up there talking about reparations or spewing really stupid. Oh my God. I just had this glimpse of her actually being the president and it made me so <laughs> sad and sick. Oh Yeah. So terrible who would be your vice president you think Mm. i don't know aoc bernie sanders bernie (laughs) oh good lord uh no she would not be able to be the president she'd be a terrible 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 choice for president but there is a silver lining to the idea we would have so much content it would be ridiculous our show would triple i know we would 10x the show probably does that make you kind of want her to be the president?
0: Well, my grandpa always said you can wish in one hand <laughs> and sh- in the other and see which one they fills see up first.
1: Hey, Sarah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Two. What about Beetlejuice? Oh, More yeah. Delightful. Mayor Beetlejuice. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, she actually won an election. True. True. <laughs> and then she lost. And then she left. Okay. Um, no terrible idea. Change. What about
0: Diane Feinstein?
1: i think she's just now hitting her prime okay she's on the smooth road to power Maxine right now Waters. actually her daughter's coming into power right now <laughs> legally yeah so good job family dynasty okay let's go through uh these dumbs right quick they're already in the in the channel for you to vote on them number one harry sison saying that the uh it's ridiculous for alito was it alito Uh, to say that Congress has no authority to regulate the Supreme Court. Number two is Dianne Feinstein still being out there voting, even though her daughter, even though she can't make her own financial decisions. (laughs) She's making yours. Number three are the abortion recipes. Number four was the Biden letter uh, from the kid. What was her name? Brenly? Brenly. Brenly. Number five was the Biden America first dynamics technical term not fascist though no no number six is Mehdi Hassan's gaslighting uh talking to Tom Cotton number seven is Carrie Lake saying that we still right now the bigger problem is that we need to decertify the 2020 election still and put Donald Trump back in office for life probably I don't know do we just reset the clocks too sure what if she has a time machine have we has anyone thought about that this could be a serious thing number eight is Michael Beschloss Beschloss, Beschloss, Bech, and uh, of course, Pearl Harbor, nine eleven, Jan 6. Number nine is Al Sharpton, worried about our kids learning about Thomas Jefferson and James Madison overthrowing the government. <laughs> and number 10 is, Jank. Nina Turner, could clearly win the presidency, even though she couldn't even win her congressional districts.
0: All right, y'all, get your votes in, and while you're voting... And I am going to tell you to please share the show around. It's a free thing that you can do. It doesn't take much time. How much time do you think it would take
1: to, to share, share a show? They're listening right now. Yes. So share button, share five seconds, probably. You
0: click the share button. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have to decide like who you're going to send it to. Yeah. So that may take, you know, 10 or 20 seconds. True. You know, but then you click a few names and then you hit send.
1: You could share it directly to your ex. Yeah. Not your ex-girlfriend. Mm. I'm talking about sharing. Website. Well, share it to her also, mm. but also share it to the website. She needs to know the truth. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: all of you could share the show longer than it takes me to ask you to share the show.
1: You could have already done it by now. You could now. have already done it. And in yet fact, you're this still whole thing was us giving you time to share the show. Listening
0: to me talk about sharing the show. Mm-hmm. So do that. Go to joingmail.com, be part of live Group, so you can vote in next week's Dumb Bleep of the Week. And that also gets you in to vote for Dumb Bleep of the Year, which Nate has done a very good job of keeping track of this year. So
1: Up until about May, I did a really great uh, job. Well, better than last year. True.
0: I have a little bit of work. Yeah. So Dumbleep, that gets you into the Dumb Bleep of the Year. Join gmail.com or go to GodhatesFeds.com. And there's a link to join and you can also pick up some merchandise. So who is the winner? Al Sharpton. Looks like. Oh, wow. Mm. Back at it.
1: Of course, y'all are a bunch of insurrectionists in Mm -hmm. here. Don't you know the rightful thing would have been to leave this to Great Britain? Come on. (laughs) Then we'd all be colonists. For democracy.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, as you did, do all the things I said earlier. And if you do that, only if you do that. Then we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good weekend and a good morning liberty.